Hey, Fidelity. How can I remember to invest every month? With the Fidelity app, you can choose a schedule and set up recurring investments in stocks and ETFs. Huh, that sounds easier than I thought. You got this. Yeah, I do. Now, where did I put my keys? You will find them where you left them. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE SIPC. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. When she was like, I don't want to die alone. I don't want to die alone. I found that deeply relatable. Hello and welcome to Here to Make Friends, a HuffPost podcast about the Bachelor franchise, where we lovingly snark on Bachelor in Paradise and Bachelor-adjacent shows. Whether you love Bachelor in Paradise or love to hate it, we'll decode what this reality show reveals about the world of dating, hooking up in the ocean, and semi-open relationships. I'm Emma Gray, Senior Women's Editor. And I'm Claire Fallon, Culture Writer. Thanks for tuning in to our first Paradise Recap. Woohoo! This week, we'll discuss Princess Jasmine costume collections. Hello, Ashley I. Solidifying connections and how Jared became Paradise's most wanted man. We'll also try to calculate just how much salt water the tear ducts of a single Iaconetti sister can produce. Spoiler, it's a lot. And we're joined by our very own senior entertainment and sports editor, Maxwell Strawn. He not only live tweets The Bachelor, sometimes, but also believes it to be the best sport on TV. Thanks so much for joining us, Maxwell. Hi, guys. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, we're really excited to have you, and we're really excited to break down our very first episode of Bachelor in Paradise this season. This might be the best show in the Bachelor franchise. What do you think, Maxwell? I think it's the closest we'll ever get to real-life Lord of the Flies sort of situation, and uh, nothing could be better, I think, personally. Yeah, that's definitely true. I think, like, the it's got sort of the Temptation Island sort of feel without the couples being pre-committed before arriving. So it's, like, slight less, slightly less of a sleaze factor, but they are still trying to steal all of each other's boyfriends all the time. I would say there's Great. a pretty high sleaze factor yeah. in The Bachelor in just, Paradise. like, slightly less it's not like they're You're not, not risking divorce though. they're not married to each other sure, sure. <laughs> the concept isn't try to cheat on your wife with someone else's wife i really appreciate paradise because i feel like although they say you know this is about love and you could get married i feel like really they're just winking at us and we've just let go of all fantasies about love and they're just like this this is about sex yeah and yet we never like it's not we never really hear or see them having I mean, obviously, wow. it's on TV, but we they don't really talk about it. Like, it's almost like more taboo because there isn't like a fantasy suite element. It's like they're all just supposed to hang out around each other all the time. In their bikinis. In their bikinis and like cuddle. And go on unquestioned trips to the hospital for who knows what reason. Yeah, seriously. I was like, if you're not going to tell us what it was, I'm just going to assume it was alcohol poisoning. Guys. I read somewhere that it was dehydration. 
and heat stroke. It's not which surprising. seems logical. <laughs> Everyone yeah. is sweating so much on the show all the time. I don't I think they have any air and conditioning. Again, and they're only consuming only margaritas. <laughs> I honestly thought she just wanted air conditioning for like a couple hours. Yeah. That's probably why it was like the best first date ever. Yeah. So here's the thing. I can't imagine why they don't get them a place with air conditioning or, like, walls. They're like, you're going to go to paradise. You're going to have 20 days of free vacation in Mexico. There's going to be free booze. You're going to get to hook up with people. Oh, but there's no AC, and there are going to be crabs, like, in your bed. I would say no to that. That's not good enough for me. They're sweating all the time. No, thank you. I think probably they just want to go on the show, and they are thrown into the heat, and nothing makes people act crazier than, like, being really, really, really hot. So I think the producers— Also, maybe they just want them to always have an excuse not to have clothes on. Is that what we're thinking? I think that's fair. Yeah, I think that they're trying to make up for the fact that there was— very little bathing suit action during Caitlyn's season. Yeah, I found out about tattoos that all the guys from Caitlyn's season had that, like, I never suspected. Like, JJ has a huge shoulder tattoo. Every guy on The Bachelor and Bachelorette has a huge shoulder (laughs) tattoo. But, like, we never saw them. Like, I was, I like, Jonathan was, like, covered in tattoos. Like, I hadn't seen them. They were in long sleeves and winter jackets the the entire time. time. In Ireland slash New York. Yeah, I was like, this is a whole side of them that I feel like I should have gotten to see before I decided whether I wanted them to marry Caitlyn, which is really important. I wouldn't be surprised if two or three of them got big shoulder tattoos in between the Bachelorette and pa- Bachelor in Paradise. It's like the boob <laughs> yeah. job of men, I think. You That's know? true. They should have shown that. They should have been like, I really feel like I need to upgrade. So, you know, maybe here. Mm-hmm. Like, could you just marker a little bit here? I think I want some flames. I have like, no doubt. Yeah. I want to I catch <laughs> JJ and catch Claire probably got matching tattoos, but only Aww. JJ made it onto Paradise. <laughs> I feel like they should have gotten Clint. That would have been amazing. Um, so speaking of which, what do we think about the cast? Like, let's really dig into the specifics. The first thing I have to say is I am having such a hard time trying to keep track of who is who in this show. It's really <laughs> impossible. Like, a lot, guys and girls, they're, I'm just like, who are you? I can't re- keep track of who you are and who you're with. One of the things is that they definitely— assume that you are a fan of the franchise. They rely a lot on like, oh, this guy's from Desiree's season. And even if that person was on for like one episode, yeah, you're Dan, supposed to be like, oh, yeah, of course. Dan Cox fully, I think, got kicked off the first or second episode of Des's season. Yeah, I have no memory of him whatsoever. Same. But they expect you to be versed in that by virtue of following the show. So if you're coming into it blind, you're just like, who the hell are these people? And they all look the same. They all have the same teeth and the same Very hairstyles. Tenley and Claire look exactly the same. (laughs) A lot of people look very, very similar. It's disorienting. I find it easier, though, having watched most of the seasons that these people were on, I find it way easier to keep track of the people on Paradise than I do entering a new season of The Bachelor or Bachelorette when they all look alike and they're all at a rose ceremony and it takes me about seven weeks to remember any of their names. Yeah, that's definitely—it's never easy. They're always basically carbon copies of each other. Wait, so who is your favorite cast member so far? Oh, wow. That's really—because I like them in different ways, you know? Um, And I'm not just saying that. Um, 
Like, I really enjoy Tanner and Carly's uh, interview moments I'm, that they have. I'm so glad the return of the narrator is Yeah. Happening. Like, it really makes me, it makes me feel, like, closer to the action when they speak. Um, I think Jade is really sweet and, like, fun to have on the show. But if we're talking about entertainment value, obviously Ashley I has to be up yeah. there. Ashley and, I, and Lauren are just blowing yeah. my minds. I wish that they would just show less of the crying and more of, like, Lauren just being a total bitch to Ashley. I really enjoy the backhanded uh, pep talks. Wait, I didn't even I didn't even realize they were backhanded, to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some of them are backhanded, and some of them are just like, you look terrible. There's that. There's the you look terrible I guess terrible it's more variety. brutal honesty than backhanded. Yeah, there's that, and then there's, like, just don't be yourself. Pretend you're someone else, and then he'll like you. I honestly feel like Lauren is the closest version of me that I've ever seen on The Bachelorette, Bachelor, or Bachelor in Paradise. Like, when I saw her, I was like, this person is pretty normal, and then she <laughs> cried before anyone else, and it made me feel like if I were ever on Bachelor in Paradise, I would be the first person to cry, because I'd be like, this is oh, insane. Same. I know. She reminded me of me. I would cry every day if I was on Bachelor in Paradise. She reminded me of me, like, not on my anti-anxiety medication. <laughs> I just want to be like, you need to go back home, and then you need to go see a psychiatrist, like, right away, because I know how you feel, and there are things you can do about that. I, yeah, at first I was laughing at them, and I was like, God, this is going to be so good, but by the end of, like, the second episode, I was like, Ashley and Lauren are me, like, when she was like, I don't want to die alone, I don't want to die alone. You know? I found that yeah. deeply relatable. Yeah. yeah. Like, who hasn't who had that Who can't relate thought? to not wanting to die alone? <laughs> and you know, people are like, everyone dies alone. And I'm like, well, sure. But like, I could die alone in a hospital bed surrounded by my loving children and grandchildren. So yeah, I will take that. Thank you. I mean, I just want to say to Ashley that statistically, it's you're very likely to die alone. And so she shouldn't feel so alone in that regard. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Thanks, Maxwell. I'm going to go have an anxiety attack after this. <laughs> Can I just say one more thing? I relate to Ashley. Yes. Ashley with regards of course. to. She can't talk to the people that she's interested in. It's amazing. Seeing her sitting there trying to just on a log fire just with nothing to say, staring out. I don't care if it's been edited. I just feel like I'm right there with you. I've been there a million times. I totally times. relate. But what I really loved is when she thought of something to say. It was so self-centered and dumb. And then she was so proud of herself. Like, she was like, okay, I really have to say something to solidify our relationship. And what she comes up with is, so you know how people think I'm really into Cinderella? Well, the Disney princess I actually like is Princess Jasmine. So just so you know. <laughs> and he was like, oh, okay, like, whatever. And she was like, I did really great. I really, like, I strengthened our connection. And it's like... I'm sure he doesn't care. And also, like, you demonstrated no interest in him as a person. And, like, that's not how you talk to people. And it, it, I think that's just, proof that on. Jared is the nicest man in the world. He, he I really know. might be the nicest man in the world. He was so gracious to everyone. Yeah, he was very sweet. I just have to say that I'm really happy to finally see Jared getting you know, the desire he deserves. Wait, explain why the, why Jared deserves desire. I, like, okay, I he's don't quite nice get it. He's such a nice guy. Because he's so nice. And he was not, he was one of the few on last season who didn't do anything horrifically douchebaggy or sexist. God, this is the, the state, of, this is so the state of man. Yeah, the bar is <laughs> yeah. so low. Wow, he didn't do anything horrible. And, yeah. He's amazing. He, Okay, on The Bachelor, that is the level. <laughs> That's true. Here's, you weren't here's the a thing. horrible, horrible human being and you don't look like a troll. Great. 
I love you. There's this really great juxtaposition so far this season, by which I mean in the first, like, week of episodes, which is Mikey and Jared. And Jared is, like, this very sort of non-traditional, like, male ideal. He's quiet and thoughtful and seems very kind and, like— maybe a little odd looking but like yeah he, yes. he's not like he's <laughs> well, not we all know that he's not he's super buff he's not he's not a dick but like and then you have mikey who's like i'm an alpha male i'm jacked like i'm i'm aggressive i go after what i want and that's a very traditional male ideal and that's what guys i think tend to assume girls want and none of them like him and they all want jared and i think that it's like kind of sweet to see all the girls like appreciating that jared's really really stellar but I qualities. think in reality, most women that I know prefer someone that doesn't seem threatening. Yeah, I you mean, know? most— <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> most women I know also are not into guys like Mikey, and yet I, I feel like the belief in men persists that they have to be like Mikey to get girls. That's true. <laughs> Very true. One thing I just have to say that Jared could do to bring him up to LeBron James status in Bachelor of Paradise— he needs to shave. Yes. He needs to shave his face. I am another person who can't grow a beard. He yeah, needs you're sporting to shave. like a little bit of facial fuzz today, Maxwell. I know. Just for yeah. the record. For, in solidarity Jared with styles. Jared. <laughs> and it looks not great. I should <laughs> shave. <laughs> yeah, it's not your best look. But you do have like a nice, more closely cropped hairstyle. <laughs> Thank which you. I also think that Jared tends to grow his hair too long. His, sure. His hair is looking a little bit better than it did on Caitlyn's season. Yeah, he's he's. But I, I agree that facial hair could be trimmed up a bit. But no doubt the greatest guy on the show. Not horrible to women. Yeah. And <laughs> let's just remind everyone that is actually where the bar is set. Yeah. I mean, we also had some other gems so far. So we had Mikey who was saying things like, it's hard for testosterone-driven t- testosterone men like me not to just jump on whoever they like yeah, at any time. Yeah, I just felt like this is getting a little rapey. Yeah. Yes. It's like he's clearly <laughs> just like— I, I want to hear your thoughts. He's laying the, the field of excuses <laughs> yeah, yeah. in front of him. Mikey is the most stereotypical man I've ever seen in my life, I think. When, when he—like the, the first scene and they're sitting by the weird— like tiki bar booth and he decides he likes that uh, likes a woman and I forget which Lauren. one it is Lauren Lauren and he immediately just pulls his shirt off <laughs> like some sort of mating ritual I was like what are you doing and then he threw her into the ocean I I was scared for her yeah <laughs> also he made an offer to all of the other men he's like look I can get you jacked It'll only take a month. And Tanner just looked so enthusiastic. Yeah, he was like, you could look like me in a month. And they were all, like, visibly just, like, horrified. They were like, no, thank you. We all look a lot better than you right now. The other thing I love about Mikey is he he has perfected the art of uh, dealing with being rejected. He was sitting there. He went for a kiss. The girl said no, put her hand up. And then he was like, yeah, we're pretty into each other. <laughs> that That is the move of a man who has gone up to a girl a thousand times in a bar, has been rejected and went back to his boys and was like, yeah, that went pretty well. <laughs> it's like the the way that guys deal with rejection in a way that turns into date rape. 
in my I, mind. I, <laughs> I mean, it's like this is the level we're talking about. It's with like Mikey. they're they're like, yeah, she like pushed me away and she said no, but like she was, she's really feeling I'm just it. Laying the groundwork. I'm just gonna go try again in like 15 minutes. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna I'm gonna walk her home. I'm just gonna go up with her and see. I'm just gonna you know what she she'd really like it if I just like tried to like get real close and then you know what she's saying no, but like. We're really into each other, and she just doesn't feel comfortable saying yes, but I know that she wants to. It's also a real contrast in gender roles to look at that interaction and then the sort of ambiguous interaction that Ashley had with Jared. And she goes back and is just in tears. He won't give me a straight answer. I'm going to die alone. I was like, this yeah, that's how women (laughs) deal with things. Like, I'm probably going to die alone because the guy said, I think you're amazing, but I'm not sure I want to be in an exclusive relationship with you after two days. Yeah. I mean, I've I've reacted similarly. (laughs) Yeah, well... I found that way more relatable than Mikey being like, she's for sure into me. She straight up rejected me. to be clear, sometimes men are very sensitive to these cues, and sometimes women aren't. It's just a question of what What we're more typically socialized to do. And I also think on The Bachelor franchise, they tend to accentuate these very gendered interactions. No doubt. Okay. So you got engaged. Congrats. Now you may be wondering what comes next. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually even enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or, you know, from your couch, which is certainly how, uh, if I was planning a wedding, I would definitely want to do it as loungily as possible. (laughs) So important. I also just know myself. I, I know that planning any kind of event, like even a birthday party, can get very stressful. And so it's been really cool to see friends use Zola. It really seems to make everything a lot less stressful. And as a frequent wedding attender, I love to be able to hop on that Zola registry and just purchase a gift. Easy peasy. I know I've done it. I won't forget. Thank you, Zola. Yeah, everything's all in the same place. It's perfect. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. I am so glad that it's finally warming up, and it also means that I just want to have fun this summer, and I don't want to be worrying about meal prep. And luckily, I can do something about that with Factor, especially because they have so many meal options like Protein Plus, Keto, Vegetarian, something for every diet. Their fresh, never-frozen meals are ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every single week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Make your whole day delicious. From breakfast to dessert, stay fueled with easy, nutritious options. I love having a few factor meals just sitting in my fridge, especially because I work from home. It's so nice to finish up a taping and not have to figure out what to cook myself. Just look in my fridge and be like, oh, in two minutes, I can be eating mushroom chicken thighs and wild rice or tomato basil chicken risotto or Santa Fe style green chili beef skillet. And they always have a nice like 
vegetable side. It feels well-balanced. I feel full after, and it's not a headache at all. Head to factormeals.com slash LTSI50 and use code LTSI50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code LTSI50 at factormeals.com slash LTSI50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Springtime vibes are in the air, and when you bring in some of the beautiful flowers that are blooming, you probably want to smell the flowers, not the litter box. But thanks to Pretty Litter, you'll be able to smell those spring flowers all you want. Nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odors. It's ultra-absorbent, it's lightweight, low dust, and one six-pound bag works for up to a month. Pretty Litter's crystals change color to indicate early signs of potential illnesses in your cat. And if all of that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to your door. You'll never run out. You won't have huge kitty litter bags taking up space. And even better, you won't have to lug those huge tubs from the store to your car or the subway and into your house. Our producer Talon has been using Pretty Litter and he just raves about how great it is, how easy it is to scoop how much better it smells. I mean, the health monitor aspect gives so much peace of mind. He's a big fan, and we know that you will be too. Go to prettylitter.com slash LTSI to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. That's prettylitter.com slash LTSI to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. prettylitter.com slash LTSI. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Oh, I'm so happy the weather is finally turning. If you, like me, have been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune, then Quince is for you. You can build up a lineup of timeless pieces that will keep you looking effortlessly chic year after year. Like premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And the best part? All Quinn's items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quinn's cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings right on to you. And Quinn's only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, as well as premium fabrics and finishes. I love Quince for all these staples. I mean, linen is my favorite summer fabric. They have so many amazing linen staples. I also found my new go-to like summer running around to the playground in the coffee shop bag. It's the pebbled Italian leather front sling bag. I can just fit a wallet and my phone and my AirPods in it, maybe some lip balm. Absolutely perfect. I'm so obsessed with it. And the price was exactly what I wanted to. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash LTSI for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI. Anyone who's been listening to this podcast for a while or even not that long knows that we love article. I mean, honestly, I'm looking around my home right now. Coffee tables from article. That lovely chair out on my deck. Article. Our big console. Article. I'm My bed frame. Article. This is an article household. 
It is. And it's, I mean, it was an inspiration to me. We finally got our first article piece of furniture recently, our new couch. And my husband and I are both constantly just like, how did we live before this couch? This is such an improvement over what we had before. It's so comfortable. It just seems to get more comfortable every day. I mean, it's the couch you dream of. And the reason that we have both been able to find ideal furniture on Article is because Article believes in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their online-only model, they have some really delightful prices, too. Their curated assortment of mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandi, and boho designs makes furniture shopping simple. And their team of designers are all about finding that perfect balance between style, quality, and price because we all want the best of all of those three things united in one piece of furniture, right? Plus, they're dedicated to thoughtful craftsmanship that stands the test of time and, you know, looks good doing it. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash LTSI, and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash LTSI for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Oh, no doubt. Speaking of, like, weird gendered interactions and Mikey, I think we need to talk about tantric yoga. Because wow. I didn't even know that was a thing. I did know that was a thing. Um, if you remember, Carly and Chris Sewell's had a kind of similar date during their season. Right. That was like love. A, that was like love yoga. Yeah. This was sex yoga. Sex yoga. Uh, which yeah. is sex the basic yoga. difference between The Bachelor and Bachelor <laughs> and I have to. I have to admit, I did feel bad for Mikey during the tantric sex yoga because you could not be set up worse. Like, Mikey is this big buff guy. I feel like a lot of America has like an anti-buff bias for some reason. <laughs> I certainly do. And then he's forced to do sex yoga and then they ask him questions and he wants to be funny. So, of course, he's going to say these like really, really horrible things like, I <laughs> like, wish I could do dance. Downward Claire with her in private. Like, Ugh. to touch your body Ugh. parts right off the bat is cool. I mean, I'm not I defending think, like, he it. was having fun. <laughs> he seemed yeah. pretty happy. He was having a great time. And to Claire's credit, I feel like she was just down for whatever. I mean, <laughs> when the producer tell you to do tantric sex yoga in front of all of America, you have to sort of smile about it. Yeah, I feel like it. you could see both of their faces realizing what they were about to do, and they both just looked slightly uncomfortable and then started laughing. And, you know, I had to give them some credit. I give them a lot of credit, and I. but I just want to remember, let's always remember the phrase rub privies. For the rest oh, of oh human history, I think we just need to remember that moment. I really like Claire, but the made-up baby talk words need to go. Actually, rub privies is a thing. It's it's what I call sex already. <laughs> hey, I'm, hey, baby. I'm confused. You want to go rub privies? Yeah. Like, I I read it in Cosmo. I, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Um, also, relations. So, um, yeah. that's a thing. Yeah. So, the other um, date that we get to see a little bit of eventually is Ashley S and Dan in the ER. But they make us wait until the uh, after show for the footage. They were desperate for people to watch the after show. Yeah. Which we can talk about later. And it turns out that most of America would rather spend a date in the ER than do sex yoga with Mikey, which I co-sign. 
because the ER date looked like a lot of fun. The ER has there air was air conditioning. conditioning. <laughs> that is the main thing. That is yeah. the main benefit of the ER. Like, I would go once a day. I would just go yeah. hang out, get an IV. There's no. Fun. I mean, it's everyone else is melting. It's yeah, really he was like, watch. yeah, I'll get an IV for fun, and also because I'm sweating out like all of the fluid in my body. Yeah, right I now. would also follow someone into an ambulance. <laughs> yeah. Also, what, I bet that ambulance had air conditioning too. Imagine like also trying to do partner yoga while you're that sweaty. Like, he's trying to hold you up with his feet, and meanwhile, there's, like, a slick of sweat between you, and then you slip, and then your face cracks on the ground, and it's just terrible. Uh, yeah. I I can promise you I will never try to do tantric sex yoga. Thank God, because I've just been worrying this whole time and, like, having horrible mental images. Um, but... It's too late for me. I've already signed up for a class. It's my boyfriend's birthday, so, you know, have to do something special. Was uh, Ashley— Relations. Yeah, relations. You, you, make just, you do what you have to do, you know. Was Ashley S. the one who said, I don't know if he makes me feel like a woman or a child, but I like <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, she's I, a weirdo. I wow. love her. I love her. Wow, that was quite a line. I don't even know how to interpret it. Also, I'm just yeah. didn't she that. tell him something like, She said, I really, you have like, a, your I really like your face. <laughs> and she said, you have a really a nice really face. A really nice face. Oh, I, I want to use that. that I mean, that's not a bad compliment again. No, it's a it's really, great. and it feels very earnest coming from her. She, it's great because she clearly went on Crystal's season and then was just like, "This guy sucks," and you could tell that she was, she didn't care at all. Yeah, she just got drunk and 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 pretended off. pomegranates were onions. And and then it's it was really kind of beautiful to see her actually having real feelings for someone and seeming like really happy. She liked his face. She liked his face. And she can carry on a conversation. Yeah, it was really beautiful. Um, unfortunately, judging by some of the previews, it seems like he's going to be a dick to her. So not looking forward to that. Womp womp. Um, meanwhile, Carly and Kirk are like basically married. I think it's because of her new eyebrows. They look great. She looks fantastic. She looks really fantastic. I I love seeing like on like when people come back for like Bachelor in Paradise or when they're like The Bachelor after they were a contestant, seeing what criticism from social media they've really absorbed. And clearly she heard so much about her eyebrows and it makes me sad, but also her new eyebrows look incredible. So I don't, I just, I'm confused. I'm a fan of her. I'm a fan of her and Jade's cute friendship. And I also appreciate that both she and Jade made the first move. Yeah. Some women being bold. Oh, great point. More women should make the first move. Yeah, that sounds that, a little self-serving. I'm, well. I'm talking about I'm talking about Bachelor in Paradise, and I'm also talking also about life. life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, they kind of had to this week because they had all the day cards. Yeah. Do you th- do you think if you were on Bachelor in Paradise, you would alter your body? I feel like I would do so many different things to my body. I would probably end up yeah. with two shoulder tattoos. <laughs> yeah. Um, definitely implants, since I know that's an option. Um, and since they'll come in film the implant yeah um I did like, abc pay for jillian's implants <laughs> almost the real definitely question. um i mean i can't imagine why i'd let them publicize my implants unless they were paying for them <laughs> but 
you know, if they if they were going to do that for me, then absolutely. Um, just a total face reshaping, sure. probably. Definitely the ceramic tooth caps. Can we talk about that moment where one of the guys says to a few of the girls, like there's a cluster of girls, and one of the guys is like, you guys have the whitest teeth I've ever seen. And they, they all flash their immaculate <laughs> ceramic caps, and they're like, really? <laughs> what do you mean? It's just like, crest You all and see floss. the same dentist. <laughs> <laughs> What, these old ceramic caps? <laughs> I've had them for months. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So we're just having too much fun. Uh, but before we let you go, Maxwell, we need to know, who do you think is going to make it? Are there any couples you think will make it all the way through? Oh. And who's going to be the biggest train wreck? I, I, I think we all know that Mikey is going to be the biggest train wreck. <laughs> I'd like to believe that Jared is going to find someone, but right now it's just not really looking good. And I don't see any of the couples as currently formed sort of lasting throughout uh, the entirety of the show. I, ideally, I would like to see a little bit of Jade Jared together, but who knows what's going to happen. I just feel like two genuine people... It, or seemingly genuine that I feel like might find their way to each other yeah. eventually. I'd like them to have a shot because I feel like she, I could see her with Jared or Tanner. She was into both of them. Yeah. And I feel like Ashley, I sort of, you know, claimed uh, Jared and that's not really fair. And uh, yeah, I'd like, I'd like to see which would work out better. Can I just say the the, Power politics of dibs on this show is out of control. You should oh, yeah. not, on the first week, be able to claim dibs on someone and have it just be that that is. Well, a- we how saw it how is. that exploded last year with Ashley and Graham, because Ashley called dibs on Graham like immediately, and then Before by the end he like hated her because <laughs> he was like, "You have kept me from like I, talking I to anyone else." That a similar dynamic is going to arise between Jared and Ashley. I yeah, except he is. So well, so yeah. Graham is really nice too. Graham is really nice. I actually saw someone tweeting to Graham that Jared is the new Graham. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> seems that way. I hope that he'll stick up for himself before too late. I would stick up for myself. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, we, we no need one to ever break ac- down these walls. No one ever accused Maxwell of being too nice. He's just nice enough. <laughs> Thank you. And I, I can say that, that because he sits across from me at work, and he's just <laughs> he's just a great work neighbor. <laughs> Um, so thank you so much for joining us, Maxwell. We hope to have you come back on soon. Thanks. This is great. I can't wait for the drama to unfold. Yeah, we can either. <laughs> so we still have a lot to get into before we wrap this up because so much happened during the four hours of Bachelor in Paradise. Well, three hours plus the After Paradise special. And by the way, I think they missed a huge opportunity because they could have called it Paradise Lost, which would have been That is inspired, Claire. Right? They should hire you. I know. My English professors would be so proud that that's what I'm using my knowledge for. Um, Instead, you're using it to tweet. (laughs) I know. To tweet, like, weird literary references as, you know, titles for pop culture shows anyway so there was a lot that happened and one thing we haven't even talked about yet is that marcus and Lacey got married i think it had been so long that i almost forgot about it yeah but this was the at the beginning of the show all of the contestants arrive and then they are ushered to a surprise wedding yeah 
And they're all wearing what they were going to wear to meet their potential hookup buddies. So, so does that mean that in Jillian's Jillian case, is basically naked? She's at basically this naked. She's wearing the bikini with the black box bottom. Some of them are wearing cutoffs. The ones who bothered to wear like dresses and shorts are probably feeling pretty good about themselves. But it's like my worst nightmare of like what my wedding would be like. It's a bunch of strangers like sitting there going, where are we? What's going on? Oh, my God, it's a wedding. Oh, my God, it's Marcus and Lacey's wedding. They're getting married. Like while she's walking down the aisle. <laughs> it's like this isn't also, like I felt Jeopardy. a little bit bad for Marcus and Lacey. I mean, I know that they, they chose this ABC paid for their wedding. So that's great. But it looked like they got to invite about 15 family members. None of their friends got to come to their wedding. And 20 strangers who they had probably lightweight interacted with on Twitter were there. Yeah. And then later, like, we saw outtakes of the contestants giving toast to Marcus and Lacey that were all like, I've never met you before, but... It's really cool that you're getting married, and I hope someday I can get married. And you can see Marcus and Lacey just have this look of exhaustion in their eyes, like, why are these people here? Like, did we get paid enough to let them be here? Can we move on to the real reception? (laughs) And it doesn't seem like they did get paid enough because now Marcus is in the Coast Guard. So (laughs) clearly they're not yet independently wealthy. But it was a very nice wedding. And it is truly impressive that, you know, some might have been skeptical when they got engaged yeah. after just 20 days. I certainly was. I certainly was as well. But they stayed together and And Lacey had a beautiful lacy dress. It was she gorgeous. She looked great. So, and Marcus was sweating profusely. So, yeah, he, really the return the of shiny Marcus. Yeah. And then we get to the the beginning of this cast journey, which is the first rose ceremony at the end of the episode. And the men are giving out their roses this week. Right. The men have the power. JJ um, is, JJ really is very enthusiastic about <laughs> having power. He seems to think that in every other situation, women have all the power. Well, you I know, think except like the workplace. I'm going to be honest. I think that I, the rest I, of the I think world. to be fair that he was referring to The Bachelorette. I hope so. Because he, he was just coming off of being on the other side yeah, of how much ceremonies. time did they have between leaving Caitlin's season and filming this maybe I think this was months. filmed in June yeah maybe a couple of months but so he was like really excited to get to be giving out a rose and then so he was like I really think that they should be you know courting me like a rose delivered at my or, or a, a, gift a gift delivered, delivered at, at my feet. feet and I was like <laughs> you realize that the term of like a gift at the feet usually refers to like a cat bringing you a dead rodent right like I probably wouldn't use that term, but no one brings him a gift, but... But he does have power. Yeah, he has two women. He's the last one. He's the one determining who goes home. Yeah. Jillian is convinced that he is eating out of the palm of her hand, and Tenley is just feeling just desperate for Rose. She feels like she's too old, and all the guys don't like her and she's just like apparently you turn into a hag at 31 but she and jj shared a beautiful kiss during which she was a real (laughs) go-getter the editing was so creepy during that like they just like they're kissing and all you see is like jj's hand on her on her back and i was like yeah that's like a normal thing to do during a kiss but like thank you um 
Okay, yeah. so to review the results of the rose ceremony, uh, these are the, the couples that we're going to go into next week with. Tanner gives his rose to Jade, obviously. Duh. Uh, they kind of start with the ones that we know where they're going. Yeah. Kirk gives his rose to Carly. Aw. Dan, who is very attractive, um, and I'm sorry we didn't see more of him on Des's season, gives his rose to Ashley S. Jonathan and Julia have paired off because I guess they both have kids. We have seen absolutely nothing of their relationship. Yeah, neither of them have said anything on camera. Yeah. So... Uh, Mikey gives his rose to Claire, who's like, okay, fine. She said something like, I'm not sure Mikey is picking up what I'm putting down. Yeah. Mikey does not understand that Claire has no interest in him him at all. Um, I mean, he has no one to give a rose to because no one is interested in him. Um, And Jared had, like, guaranteed Claire his rose. But no need because Mikey gave her the rose so he gives the rose to Ashley I and by default Lauren Lauren which I thought was kind of cute Jared says Ashley I and Lauren and then they have a little group hug afterwards yeah so they're basically the sisters are all part of a package deal which honestly is a little incesty I don't know it creeps me out um (laughs) JJ then comes up and he's like, I don't know. I'm not ready. I don't know what to do. He, re- he really milked the moment. He really, yeah, he stretched it out. And then he gives the rose to Tenley and Jillian is so pissed. She's like, I got boobs for this. Yeah. How does that not guarantee me more than a Not week? only did she get the boobs, she like televised her boob surgery and all for, all for nothing. So she has the, the limo cry. And the rest of them all get to keep drinking margaritas in their bikinis. And on to the after show, which was the biggest waste of time. That after show could have easily been 10 to 15 minutes long. We did not need an hour. Show us the deleted scenes with some Jenny Mall and quips. Yeah. Also, if we could just have Jenny on, that'd be great. I'm worried that they're going to, like— like have to start showing it on tape delay because I know I kept waiting she's for so them to edgy censor her. for them. Like she would say something about like what's underneath Jillian's black box, and they'd be like, "Okay, stop, Jenny, stop. <laughs> what are you doing?" <laughs> um, so that that was fun. Like the five times she got to talk, um, but most of it was just so bland. I was like, I feel like they just want to get in on the recap game because they figured out that. People love live tweeting and recapping, and they want to just do that in-house. But what they don't realize is that we enjoy it more without their involvement. Yeah, like, that's what makes it fun. Like, it's like adults, like, trying to be part of your cool kegger. It's like it's not cool anymore. The one kind of great moment of the after show was Josh Molina uh, from Scandal was on, and Chris Harrison is going around asking them all, you know, who do you want to see as the next Bachelor? And Josh Molina is just, you know, says, well, I'd actually really like to see a a Bachelor of Color. And it just gets silent. And they just move on. No one addresses it. It's so awkward. (laughs) It's so obvious. And he says, well, Jonathan, I guess. And it's like unfortunate because Jonathan, we're finding out, is terrible. Like, bring back Markel. Bring back Markel. I don't, a, I don't want a bachelor who's made a million comments now about how he wants to have sex with sisters because it might seem dirty, but he's actually really into oh, it. Oh, yeah, that is the one thing that Jonathan actually said to the camera. Yeah. Some very creepy yeah. 
things about how he's had a lot of sisters in his day. Yeah. And and virgins, apparently. And that's... And uh, virgins. It's a lot of work, but um, it's worth it, I hope his child is watching. Oh, God. Um, Also, JJ has a kid. Does anyone else keep forgetting that? (laughs) Never comes up. Um, Yeah. So, all together, I can't believe we're having four hours every week. I might not make it. What have we gotten ourselves into, Claire? I don't know. I feel like I worked a full week already. It's only Tuesday. I'm going to cry. And now, welcome to Feminism Fails, where we rate the most cringeworthy anti-lady moments of the week on our very own patented Feminism Fail Scale. One, you do you, bro. Two, that's questionable. Three, not cool people. Four, the 1950s are back. Five, gender equality is straight up dead. So it turns out sticking a bunch of men and women at a resort with a bunch of booze is a perfect recipe for tons of gross misogyny. Yeah, we, we actually had to cut down our list this week because there were just too many. Yeah, it was like nonstop. First of all, Ashley I calls her very own sister Lauren a slut. And let me just say, they were really playing up both the sisters themselves and the show the virgin whore dichotomy in a really sad way. That's at least a three because it was clearly meant to be like a little bit fun and a little bit endearing, but it's just sad. Like, don't say those things about your sister. It really comes off as a little bit mean in the end. And then Jade makes a really shady comment about Lauren, who is very gregarious at the beginning and goes and jumps in the ocean with Mikey. And she says that Lauren isn't the kind of girl guys want to marry, which I can only assume is a weird, slut-shamey type of thing, which really, Jade, you should know better. You're the one who doesn't want to be judged for posing in Playboy, and you shouldn't be, so back off the slut-shaming. We're going to give that one a four, because girl-on-girl hate is not cool. And next, Mikey... So much to choose from with Mikey, but how about this? It's hard for a testosterone-driven man not to jump on whatever they feel right away, says Mikey of Lauren, who's having a really hard time not, I guess, molesting. Um, We're definitely giving that a five because that's sort of like one step away from straight-up justifying sexual assault and kind of in the realm of straight-up rape culture. Then we have a really interesting moment where Ashley I breaks down after seeing Jared go on a walk with Tenley. And she freaks out because Jared is with an old lady. And she says, I hate it when they're old with old ladies even more. Forgive me, but I didn't realize that being in your early 30s qualified you as an old lady. If you're a woman, probably pack it if in you're right a woman, now. I mean, I just turned 28. Only got two good years left. Like, this is it. We're going to give that one a three. And now for the tweet of the week. This one comes from Erin Gloria Ryan at Morning Gloria. 
I love the irony of calling a show that represents my literal hell, Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> we feel you, Erin. I had exactly the same thought. And we'll leave you with this perfect quote of the week from the oh-so-innocent Julia upon seeing Mikey and Lauren already in the ocean. Can you just go in the ocean? Yes, Julia. That's what this show is all about. <laughs> and that's it for Here to Make Friends. Thanks to our producer, Caitlin Boguki, and our audio engineer, Brad Shannon. And of course, thanks to our colleague and friend, Maxwell Strawn, for joining us. Please let us know what you think of the show. You'll find us on Twitter at Emma Lady Rose and at Claire E. Fallon. You can also send us an email at here to make friends at HuffingtonPost.com. We love pen pals. We certainly do. And if you like the show, please be sure to tell a friend and subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to leave us a rating or comment wherever you subscribe. It helps other people discover our show. This is Emma Gray and Claire Fallon. We'll talk to you next week after another two nights of paradise, if we make it. Thanks for listening. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.